What is so rare as a day in June? Then, if ever, come perfect days when heaven tries earth if it be in tune, and over it softly her warm ear lays. Whether we look or whether we listen, we hear life murmur or see it glisten. From the American poet James Russell Lowell, 1819 to 1891. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for the new Strawberry Moon, June 8th to 15th, 2018. And here are some natural events and historical events. Arlene Stover was an elementary school teacher, a tiny little lady. But even strapping 8th grade boys would quiet down and shape up when they heard her little heels coming down the hallway. Arlene and George lived in an old farmhouse at the foot of Awanajo and kept a remarkable garden there year after year. Every fall, Arlene would put up quarts and quarts of vegetables in mason jars. Over the years, it seems that she always put up a little more than she and George could eat or give away. So when she died at age 90, there were nearly enough canned vegetables still in her cellar to feed the entire town for a week in the event of a foreign invasion or natural or man-made catastrophe. And at certain times in June, Arlene was known for standing on her tiptoes and exulting, it's a beautiful blue and green day. And she was right, for there's nothing more beautiful than the clean, new, green leaves of June set against a cloudless, azure sky. Such a day awakens in us a sense of relief, a feeling of joy, and a surge of hope for the whole world. It's a day full of endless possibilities. A day in the garden, a paddle on a still pond with frogs chugging and plopping, a sail across a sparkling bay with picnic on an island, and a tailwind both going out and coming back. June is the reward for January. And I'm so sorry, but you just can't get the full measure of June in Maine unless you spend January here, too. Here's a field and forest report. The first bloom of the fields has gone by. Dandelion seeds float through the air. Fallen petals of apple and shad bush turn brown on the ground. And bluets fade away in the grass. And now buttercups and daisies, red clover, and yellow rattle rise to the occasion. And if you look hard enough, you can find the shy, blue-eyed grass, Cicerinchium mucronatum, where it winks open nearer to the ground. We got a good soaking earlier this week, but it's still been a mite chilly. And now farmers and gardeners are hoping for a run of warm days and nights push their plantings along for the farmer's markets where we love to go. Here's a mountain report. Lupin sends up its familiar tapering spires on the Morse piece, that rising field on the south face of Awanajo, 
across from the parking lot on the mountain road. Up until the early 1990s, this piece was leased out to blueberry growers. And, as was standard practice then, it was heavily treated with herbicides and insecticides, so that blueberries grew there but practically nothing else, and the piece was seriously eroded and depleted. When the lease ran out, it was not renewed, and the town voted some funds for erosion control, and there followed a natural miracle. The land gradually healed, and lupin played a huge part in it. Lupin, Lupinus polyphyllus, loves disturbed soil, and sure enough, there was an explosion of the tall purple to pink to white flowers on that ruined land. Lupin also improves the soil where it grows. Eventually, the Morse piece was a field of royal blue, drawing pilgrims from far and wide to hike, to picnic, to marvel, to marry, or to just get down with nature overlooking the sparkling bay. As the soil improved, native grasses and wildflowers moved in, and with them native insects and birds, until it became the beautiful high meadow that we see there today, a place of natural healing. And here's a rank opinion. The lesson here is plain and simple. Nature wants to heal, and she will, in the fullness of time, if left alone. But she can heal even faster if we put our hearts and minds to the task of helping her do what she wants to do. Finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. First from the British horticulturalist Gertrude Jekyll, 1843 to 1932. June, the time of perfect young summer, the fulfillment of the promise of the earlier months, and with as yet no sign to remind one that its fresh young beauty will ever fade. And from Miss Rumphius, you must do something to make the world more beautiful. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>